0: welcome 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 this is a second installment of not your cable news with your host me diamond dave coming to you straight from beautiful central north dakota um the idea was never to uh, try to put one of these things together back to back day after day um maybe two three episodes a week but there was so much going on in the world of sports today i just had to uh Jump on it before it became old news and wasn't funny anymore by Saturday, Sunday. Um, So, perusing around um, NFL.com and ESPN.com and a couple other places. um, We're going to go over some of the uh, headlines, first of all, that NFL.com has uh, going on tonight. Brady is lying, assigning collegiate athletes to NIL deals. All three Bears coordinators in COVID-19 protocol. I don't know if that is the three Bears story or what it is. We'll get into that here in a minute. Um, Hopkins, to have knee surgery out for regular season. Fins enter enhanced protocols and waddle on the COVID list. Um, I hope they're talking about their player. Um, Not that they're waddling around the COVID list because that would be a little weird. Um, Frank Gore, God dang it, that guy's still alive. Um, still hoping to walk away with a ring. Uh, Myers and Jags tenure disaster from the start, uh, according to Batista. And the Jaguars fire Meyer 13 games into his first NFL season. That's NFL.com. Um, ESPN.com backs it up really uh, similarly, and it's uh, not even funny. Uh, Brady doles out NIL deals on the apparel line. Bears see all three coordinators and their protocols. Um, Washington football team COVID list grows to 21 from with three more ads. Finn's placing wide receiver Waddle on COVID list. At least they uh, <laughs> they didn't make us wonder if somebody's just waddling around. Um, late NFL wide receiver Jackson found to have stage two CTE. Um, I don't know how much of a joke that is. Um, really, that's a that's a serious. Uh, issue within the nfl and all sports really um stars star alliance tight end Hawkinson out for the season and again top line of the day uh urban meyer fired after 13 games into a turbulent season with the jags um let me tell you it's week 15 in the nfl a lot of good stories going there but uh, i'm going to start this segment off um kind of shying away from the nfl for a minute and uh I want to cover another story that uh, I found really uh, ironic. Old Dion Sanders pulled off the heist of the year. Um, Dion, if you ever uh, come across this podcast, and I doubt you ever will, but let me tell you, brother, the uh, Florida State Police are out looking for you right now. You just stole um, <laughs> and pulled off the biggest heist of the entire year. Um, headline on Deadspin tonight. First surprise of the NIL era has arrived. This is Deion Sanders poaching the number one football recruit, Travis Hunter. Um, If you didn't watch um, Travis Hunter's signing, um, I'll tell you, it it was quite the uh, ordeal to watch. Travis had us all fooled. Um, Deion pulled it off. Um, Hunter walked up to the stage. Uh, It was live-streamed on uh, Atlanta's 11 uh, Live News, I believe. Um, in Collins High School in Swanee, Georgia. Anyway, Hunter had three football hats in front of him or three hats in front of him like most players do um, on early signing day. He had Florida State, Georgia, and Auburn. He launched the Auburn hat off the table. Damn right, right? Just get it out of there. They're not even in the running. Um, Hunter next put the Georgia hat on his head, and and, um, that would have been a good choice. I think think he could have... uh, Brought a lot to the table of Georgia. Uh, Georgia has a, a real, real opportunity to potentially uh, win the national championship this year. Threw that on the, threw that one into the crowd. They put on a Florida State hat. Everybody thought it's ending there, um, but it didn't. Um, he stayed in character well. He uh, kept a straight face and uh, threw that one into the crowd as well. Then unzips his hoodie. Reveal a Jackson State, I believe, t-shirt um, and caught a Jackson State hat. Deion Sanders, you flipped the number one recruit in the U.S. Um, <laughs> to an FCS program. Um, now, we all know, if you know anything about anything when it comes to some of these sports, um, the FCC, FCS championship, runs through North Dakota state and, uh, I'm sorry, UND, the Bison, um, as we have retained that title for many, many years, um, turned out a couple of good players. Um, there's one, uh, that is a quarterback right now for the Colts that is not, uh, maybe he was overrated. Um, maybe, uh, not his time, but, uh, we'll get into that in some other shows. I'm sure. Um, but Dion, I I, I commend you, um, and certainly it's all, it's all about the name, it's all about um, the NIL, and uh, what that brings to the table. Now we're gonna go backwards a little bit. In these I'm, I'm gonna spend some time on Urban Meyer tonight because uh, Urban Meyer, um, buddy, you're you're done. And uh, I, I've talked to some people this evening. I've got a different differentiating opinion from mine that don't believe that Urban is actually done, and we, we have a way out for Urban from his uh, catastrophe in Jacksonville. Um, he should have never gone to pro ball. Um, he should have stayed retired after he left the UF. Um, as he told everybody that that's why he was leaving. Um, biggest salesman, biggest sales job um, next to Lane Kiffin. Um, <clears throat> so... Um, with the new protocols, um, that they're calling for the NFL, um, this last week COVID has just ripped its way through the NFL, forcing several teams to bench large chunks. <laughs> and uh, I'm not talking about the Vikings defense, but uh, you know, large chunks of their rosters. Uh, league, league announced they will be. Uh, implementing some more restrictive protocols through the end of week 15. Now that means through Monday night, I don't, I don't know that uh, COVID comes and goes and chooses what week of the NFL that it's hanging out, um, an attempt to uh, curb the current spread. They're going to, um, put these into place for a couple of days. Um, all the players and staff are going to be required to wear masks in, in facilities, regardless of vaccination status, meals and meetings won't be in person. Um, Again, I don't, you know, I don't know that Brett Favre ever showed up for a meeting. Um, I know Aaron Rodgers is probably there in his little mud bath from his girlfriend or whatever. And again, if uh, you don't follow the NFL um, and Aaron Rodgers in particular, I'm a, I'm from North Dakota. Vikings are my team, right? So uh, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, have never been uh, my favorite people in the world. Um, so <clears throat> that's the direction of the protocols are going. Uh, in the NFL, at least through week 15. Um, so, you know, Hopkins um, and his knee surgery is out for the rest of the regular season. Good news is he might be back for the playoffs and uh, Kyler Murray is still playing, right? That's not a rhetorical question. He is still on the field. I, I you know, he's still healthy. Uh, maybe healthy is not the right word. Um, how about? Maybe Kyler, Kyler Murray, um, who's an absolute Superman at the age of I don't know what is he twenty three years old, um, is not injured enough to not be on the field. Um, so uh, good news there for you know Kyler and uh, Deion Hopkins, uh, Tom Brady and his whole deal. Um, Tom started up a company capitalized on a quarter zip fade. Again, and I mentioned this in my last episode, I am 49 years old and for the last 15 freaking years, I've been wearing quarter zip um, hoodies and shirts and sweaters or whatever you want to call it, Uh, but apparently um, that's not the fashion everybody's looking for until now. Uh, Of course, Tom Brady does something everybody wants to do it, Um, so... You know Brady's handing out um, the white white guy equivalent here of uh, the Air Jordans to poor student athletes and giving them some money to live off of while they're in college. Um, if you don't know anything about the NIL and what it, and what that means, um, please do some a uh, little bit of research on it. As endorsements are now uh, welcomed by college students, yeah, um, <clears throat> you know, and we'll get to Frank Gore here in a minute and his uh, dream of a ring. Um, and not a Super Bowl ring. uh, Surprisingly, I didn't know he was still active in anything. Um, And I'm trying to find... There's my Frank Gore. Frank Gore, what a warrior, what a player, right? Um, Frank Gore has been around for 100 years. Um, He might be close to my age. Um, Speaks it all to Frank Gore's uh, toughness. He's transitioned into boxing, uh, his post-NFL career. Not a smart move, Frank. You're going from getting hit in the head with a helmet on um, that repeatedly um, <laughs> puts you out for weeks at a time to getting in the head without a helmet. Uh, commendable, yes. Dumb, I believe so. Uh, Frank, you're you're done, buddy. You got your money in the NFL. Time to move on. Um, nobody really wants to see you out there boxing it out. Um, and, you know, none of this... Surely won't have any long-term side effects. I'm sure there's no CTE in your future. Um, so the thing about that, Frank, uh, again, I doubt any of you guys ever come across this, but uh, um, really, um, I don't know that uh, Frank Gore, you had two good years, man. Um, that's it, and uh, your days are done. Uh, time, time to move on. Now, <clears throat> let's talk about Jacksonville and Urban Meyer. The rest of the segment, I try to keep these things under thirty minutes. I may not even get thirty minutes out of it tonight. Um, but while we're sitting here visiting about it, um, open yourself a beer, have a drink, um, put some ice in the glass. As, uh, was brought to my attention last night that you could uh, repeatedly hear the ice in my glass, and you probably can right now too, because uh, I'm about to have a sip before I start talking about Urban and the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, so they're playing this weekend. Um, and, uh, really the only competition here is who gets, um, the first round draft pick, right? Um, there's something on the line and the good news for Jags fans, Trevor Lawrence will make his debut, um, this weekend, um, after <laughs> I think, uh, um, you get kicked out of this, but I, I really believe, uh, you know, the, the pictures that were taken of the girl, um, rubbing on Urban Meyer's dick in a bar. Um, Urban, go have at it, buddy. Uh, you've lost everything at this point. Um, but anyway, Trevor Lawrence will be back um, after having that girl who looks like him take snaps while he waited out Meyer's tenure. He knew this was coming. Um, you can see this coming. And this was 13 weeks, probably 12 weeks too long. Um, and I really believe. I mean, that was really probably Trevor Lawrence the entire time. Well, perhaps he'll play better now that this, that the distraction is out of his way, um, and you know, playing against the Texans. I expect they will have a uh, potentially good game this weekend. Um, why couldn't you, right? Urban Meyer's out of the way. So I was speaking with someone earlier this evening, and and. <clears throat> I believe that Urban Meyer's done. I I think that in the next few months, uh, poor guy, not poor guy, I'm not a fan. Wasn't a fan when he left Florida, sold us all a bill of goods that uh, he was retiring. He had family issues, medical issues. He comes and he goes. Um, He's a dang good coach. I'll give him that much. He's, you know, raised a couple of national championships and, you know, fostered a a, a few... uh, Has been Trophy winners, but I believe his days are done. I I believe his wife is going to leave him. I believe you're going to find him living under a bridge in Jacksonville in a cardboard box. If he's lucky, he'll get the refrigerator box and not the dishwasher box. But, Urban, I I don't see your future going well, buddy. I I think uh, uh, you probably should have hung it up after you left Florida and stuck to what you said was a problem Um, and, and just lived it out, right? um they fired you Would do cause you're not due any money um you didn't get the uh ed ogeron deal uh, for sure you know i can get in ed ogeron and that whole thing in uh, lsu also but uh um, i tell you I'm gonna break away from urban for a second but you know brian kelly reminds me of the water boy if you remember the movie and if you don't remember the movie um, you're probably too young to be listening to this shit anyway um Brian Kelly goes to LSU. He's about as white and Catholic as I get. And uh, he walks into LSU and he tries to put on his southern accent. And uh, now there's a little video of him dancing. And, uh, you know, maybe him and Urban should cuddle up and dance together in a nightclub because uh, um, that's some pretty funny shit. He, he doesn't need to dance. He doesn't need to pretend like he's from the south. Um, he's as white as white is. And that's not a racist comment. Take it however you want. He's not from Louisiana and and, uh, he went from the perfect gig for him at uh, Notre Dame um, down to LSU. He's white, he's Catholic, he needed to stay at Notre Dame. He is now in the gauntlet of the uh, SEC West um, and Nick Saban, Jesus of the South, is going to have your lunch and I I don't want to hear about Roll Tide or any of that bullshit either. uh, Again, I'm a Florida Gator uh, but uh, Nick Saban's going to Eat your lunch, buddy. So speaking of Nick Saban back on Urban Meyer, conversation I have earlier tonight. This individual believes that Urban Meyer's fall from grace is going to land him in Alabama under Nick Saban. Nick Saban's 73 years old, been around the block a time or two. He's getting close to retirement. Urban Meyer comes in, and this is this is all realistic. I can see this happening, right? So, Urban Meyer comes in, gets an analyst job, stays out of the public eye for a couple years, works under Nick Saban. You know, how many coaches has Nick Saban saved? Um, careers were done. They go and get kissed by Jesus of the South, um, be held close to his bosom, whatever analogy you want to use. And all of a sudden, they resurrected their careers. They go on to be successful, you know, D1 school coaches. Um, you get close to winning a national championship, but they can never beat um, the boss himself. And, you know, um, Alabama, y- y'all been doing it for way too long. I'm, I'm tired of seeing it. Um, but um, good job, Nick Saban. Good job, Alabama. Props to do Where props to do. Um, so then Urban Meyer, hear me out. Now, Urban Meyer takes over for Nick Saban when he retires. Now, who else is going to take that job? Urban Meyer has a history of national championships. He has a good coaching history. He's a shithead of a person. But he has a good coaching history, has a lot of ability, surrounds himself with good talent. And uh, next thing you know, he's riding the Alabama tide. And uh, had to throw that in there, roll freaking tide. Um And Urban Meyer takes him on to one or two more national championships before he ages out or somebody freaking kills him um, from all his stupid bullshit. But hey, you know, I could see that happening. This is all hypothetical. There's no inside information on this, it's a hypothetical scenario. Um, But (laughs) it could happen. Um, And if it does play out that way, the next. Four or five years um, in the SEC is going to be very interesting. I don't know that the SEC welcomes Urban Meyer back in any capacity. Um, I think every bridge he's burned leads back to Florida, and that's why I believe he uh, lives under a bridge in Jacksonville, um, <laughs> waving at his players in the morning, people that he beat on and kicked on, and you know uh, we could go on and on about Urban Meyer and his uh, his. Uh, disregard for human respect from you know you can abuse a college player to some degree especially years before the transfer portal um, but you can't go to the NFL and start kicking kickers and um, calling out your coaches calling them you know losers and uh, all of those things and it'll be interesting to see what Jacksonville ownership has to say once the year is over with but what really prompted um, the final straw for them because I I don't know that uh, if I owned a football team I don't know that I would have lived past the initial scandal of little blonde girl um, you know but again we don't uh, we don't know that she was real it might have been uh, Trevor Lawrence in there um, you know who knows maybe maybe Urban's into that I I don't know I, I yeah maybe just put on a wig a little lipstick and. Urban's so drunk, you don't know what the hell he's doing anyway. I, I've been there. I, I've been there a time or two. Um, you can put lipstick on a pig, and uh, you know, a uh, two at ten turns into a ten at two, and uh, whatever it is. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> the biggest loser, um, we'll skip off of Urban now, but the biggest loser that I see in college football right now <clears throat> as far as National signing, early signing day. The direction the football team is going um, is my near and dear Florida Gators. Now, Dan Mullen needed to go. Dan Mullen was done. Um, Kentucky's basketball coach apparently is the little brother to Dan Mullen because they have about the same mentality. Um, Another story, another day. But, you know, we've lost all of our big recruits. Um, Billy Napier, you know, if you've ever had a fucking beer with the guy, you're probably getting a job on his staff right now. Um, he has loaded up that payroll. He has loaded up, um, with everything from, you know, strength and conditioning coaches. I get it. Dietary advisors. I get it. Um, but do you have to hire everybody in November and December? Um, let's get through, um, the signing time. Let's get through our commits. Let's get through all of those things. And then let's start looking for what we need. Um, There is a long way to go. Uh, If you ain't got no goddamn players, you don't need a strength and conditioning coach, right? We're going to show up with third string players. Um, We're going to suffer for the next few years. Um, But I believe Billy Napier can build a team. I believe he can build a team around him. I just believe that uh, all of a sudden the... uh, the big job went to his head and he's trying to be a people pleaser too much and we've just uh, ran out of recruits. So now that we have no recruits left in Florida, um, (laughs) FSU just got robbed. Uh, Miami still sucks. Um, Nothing going on down there, right? So, you know, what do we have left in the SEC? We have Georgia and... uh, Again, Alabama, um, I just wish Tennessee or someone would show up. Um, I hate that freaking Rocky Top, but um, somebody in the SEC needs to show up next year. Um, so, <clears throat> I don't have a whole lot of good jokes today, not a whole lot of smiles, but Urban Meyer, you're the fucking joke of the day. Um, I, I had to just put this out here tonight just because there was so much going on. And, uh, you know... between urban Meyer uh, and certainly he is the joke of the day. He's been the joke of the entire NFL season. Um, Tom Brady, your clothing line represents you. Well, it's a zip up hoodie. It's a quarter zip. Um, it's much like you, it's a little non flashy. Um, and it's meant for us old guys. So, um, (laughs) Tom, take that however you need it. But, uh, um, there may be a day here real soon that you need to retire, too. And I heard in uh, in conjunction with the uh, quarter, hood, quarter zip-up hoodies um, that Ben Roethlisberger from the Steelers um, is looking into promoting his own line of motorcycle helmets. If you don't get that, you're too fucking young to listen to this show. Turn me off now. Don't follow me. Whatever. Everybody else, hey, uh, I, again, uh, never intended to do these things back-to-back, Um this weekend, uh, looking forward to an episode where I'm going to. Uh, I'm writing some good material right now on uh, relationships, relationship advice, um, what it's like dating in your late 40s, early 40s, um, moving beyond three marriages. Um, some pretty good stories coming your way. It's going to be entertaining. Um, for tonight, this is just Sports Page. And uh, y'all have a good night. Be good to each other.